Good evening to everyone. Glad that you're here. And once again, glad that you chose to uh, come and be with us this evening. It was mentioned uh, during our announcements about our retreat once again. We hadn't mentioned it in a while. It's uh, November 18th through the 20th. Uh, but be thinking about that, and if you are planning on going, be sure and sign up and put your t-shirt size because we've got to uh, get some things settled with that. Uh, uh, as far as everything's going, we are going to get to have it this year. I don't think anything's changed yet. Uh, we've not get to got to have it in a couple of years, so I'm looking forward to it. But our fall retreat this year is going to be where we usually do our spring retreat at uh, Lakeside Resort there. But uh, I know we'll have a wonderful time. So be thinking about that, and if you would like to go, uh, be sure and sign up and be signed up by September the 18th, if you would. Uh, tonight, I want to talk just for a few minutes, and I've been reminded several times that it's singing night. I don't know why people think they need to remind me so much. Uh, you go over once or twice where you can't have singing night, and then people don't let you forget that. But, uh, uh, but we are uh, just going to have a little short lesson here tonight. But I want to talk about how uh, our relationship with, with God and ourselves, and in terms of how God cares for us and how we should care for Him. Uh, sometimes we don't think of it as, as that aspect. We think about all the things that God does for us or should and how He cares for us, but we don't think about a lot of, of how we should care for God. And I hope we can look at some scriptures here tonight. Um, I've got a lot of scriptures. I don't know if I'll get through all of them since we only have about 15 minutes. But um, I want us to start off first by looking how God cares for us and realize that He created us and He sustains us. And I think sometimes we forget that. In Acts chapter 17, beginning at verse 26, uh, says, And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord and hope that they may grope for him and find him, though he's not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our very being. As also some of our own poets have said, for we are all... Uh, are also his offspring. Remember, this is Paul when he's standing before all the, uh, the, the learned men uh, there in Athens, and as he's presenting this, he's letting them know, don't forget, everything that we do, everything, our, our very being is because of God. You know, and I think we forget that sometimes. I mean, it, it wouldn't even be possible without God. You know, we talked about this morning about selfishness, and, and it is very selfish to think that it's all about us because God is the one who who created us and the one who sustains us in our lives. In Genesis chapter 1, beginning at verse 26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So God created us, and He created us for a purpose. He created us for a reason, and He wants us to be what He created us to be. And many times we get caught up in our own lives, and we forget truly how much God cares for us and how much our very being uh, we should rely on Him. And I think, again, we, we, we forget about that. And He wants the very best for us. You know, when we think about that, we don't think about that, 
God is rooting for us. You know, God, God is proud of us. He loves to see us uh, accomplish things. He loves to see us achieve our goals. He loves to see us be the very best that we can be. And part of sustaining us means he's going to be there for us physically and spiritually. The Bible says in Acts chapter 14, verse 17, Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness, and that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. In Psalms 145, beginning at verse 15, The eyes of all look expectantly to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open their hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. So God does care about our physical needs. Um, many times when we're praying or when we're thinking about uh, God and we're, we're thinking about things in our lives, sometimes we think God doesn't care with the physical things that are happening because, you know, we, we go from one extreme to the other. We, we look at Paul's writings and we see where he talks about the flesh. He talks about carnal things and how we should walk in the spirit, not inside, and, 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 and think about spiritual things, and that's true. But God still also cares about the physical, too. He wants to make sure we're physically, He sustains us, that He helps us, that we can endure the things that we're faced in this life. He, he cares about the physical things that happens. He cares that we're persecuted. He cares that, that uh, people do harm. We can see all through the Scripture where God doesn't forget that. God doesn't forget what individuals do to His people. So He does think about us when it comes to physical things. But He also thinks about us in spiritual things. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat you shall surely die. Now, this may seem like a physical thing. Well, he, he, he cared about what they were going to eat. He cared about what that was going to do to them spiritually. He cared about how, how things would transpire after that. But yet Satan still convinced uh, Eve to do what she did. So when we think about the spiritual thing, we've got to think about God is preparing us. He, he prepared us. He created us. He created the environment that's around us to prepare us for our ultimate home in that spiritual life. In John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans chapter 5, and verse 8, But God demonstrates His own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. And this is the love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. So God cares about our spiritual life. He cares about spiritual things. He, he wants us to think about that. He wants us to be prepared for that. So when we think about how God cares for us, that He created us, he sustains us both physically and spiritually. What should be our thoughts toward Him? Why should we care for Him? Well, the reading just a few moments ago that Brother Randy read, Hebrews 11 and 6, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh before God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after Him. God rewards the faithful. Sometimes it, we, we ask ourselves, why, why should I stay faithful? Why, why should I keep enduring? Why should I keep going through the things that I'm going through? It's, it's such a battle because God rewards His children that are faithful to Him. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're striving for. 
But he says we've got to believe that God is and that he is a rewarder. It's not just about believing in God. It's about believing in what God's going to do. He's promised us something. And God always keeps his promise. So that's something we can look forward to. That's something that we can every single day look forward to the next day that we live here. As all we endure, the things that we endure physically, we can look forward to that. And we can thank God for that because uh, he does reward those that are faithful to him. In Acts 17, Paul's still at Athens. Remember what he said in verse 30? Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Why should we care about God? Because judgment's coming. There will be a time where we all stand before God. We're going to have to give an account for the things in which we've done. Hebrews 10 and 31 tells us this. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. God created us. God sustains us both physically and spiritually. We, we know that he's going to reward those that are serving him, but we also know judgment is coming. And it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. Hebrews 12, again at verse 25, says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they do not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. And in verse 29 says, For God, our God, is an all-consuming fire. So judgment day is coming. But ultimately, why should we care for God? Because God is good. Sometimes we, we don't say that enough. Sometimes we think, well, all the world just preaches that God is love and God is good and they don't ever preach about the sovereignty of God, don't ever preach about the wrath of God. And, and that's true to an extent. But we need to make sure we don't forget that God is good. That God is, he, He's the epitome of what good is. What we should strive to be. In Romans chapter 2, beginning at verse 2, says, But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you not think and, and do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds. And Romans 11, verse 22, Therefore consider the goodness and the severity of God on those who fail severity toward uh, toward you, goodness, if you continue in his goodness, otherwise you also will be cut off. So when we think about our relationship with God, and we think about um, all that God has done for us, and then we think about what our responsibility is to God, our responsibility is to God is to know he created us, to know that he takes care of us, to know that he is good, that he does reward those that serve him, and that judgment is coming, and he tells us how to get through that judgment. What to do to stand before him, 
righteous and stand before Him in a relationship where we can hear, well done, good and faithful servant. See, that's why He's good. That's why we should have that relationship because we should know what to expect. But many times as Christians, we, we fail to see that. Many times as Christians, we fail to think about truly our relationship with God. God loves us. God cares for us. But our eternal destiny depends upon how we care about God. God's always show, already shown how He cares for us. We have to show Him how we care for Him.